Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Here we are again with not a regular episode. We are just subverting all the expectations like some seasonal Marvel television. Not a movie. Not a movie. But a seasonal television show, yes. Yes. Uh, The movie didn't really subvert anything for me. No. Um, Which is fine, I guess. Well, you know what? It did subvert one thing for me. Which is what? Well, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Um, Suffice to say, June is a very busy month if you work for the gays. Well, it is Pride Month. I cannot believe how busy we have been. And I'm excited to be doing the spoiler cast. And I'm also excited to be putting a new episode out very soon. That is, we will. We like will. You don't have to episode. say it. We will. You know, like, actually, you know. No, I'm, you know. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, yeah. let, the, let the children know. Let the, you know, something for kids. Mm-hmm. Everyone's mm-hmm. for kids. <laughs> <laughs> but before that. Before that. Two Marvel projects. Yes. One of which has enormous ramifications. Absolutely. The other... (laughs) Not so much. (laughs) I'm going to say minimal. (laughs) Minimal ramifications. Minimal ramifications. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, we are talking about Black Widow and Loki. Not in that order, clearly. And it's, it's a motherfucking spoiler cast. It's a spoiler cast. It's great. Oh, my God. It's my birthday, too. And Ooh, it, is. it is. Oh, my God. And I'm, I've am i been drinking. Mm. Hmm. Not a lot. Hmm. Well, let's not keep anyone else waiting. Absolutely. We, we, two minutes of raw recording is too much. Let's talk about Black Widow first. Let's get that out of the way. Yeah, because <laughs> you got to... You gotta, it, it, it's production, you know? You have to give the stuff... The, what people want has to go at the end. I think it's brave of Marvel to not only put a woman at the head of a movie, but also to put a person of color at the head of a movie. A that, trans person of color. <laughs> I cannot believe that a trans woman of color is headlining the first Marvel film of the year. Honestly... That's representation. Congratulations to Scarlett Johansson. That is representation. Give, give him the Emmy. I want the Emmy. Or, no, wait. What is it? An Oscar? I meant an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking about the Emmy awards, awards that will that be just, given to Jonathan Majors. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Several absolutely. of them. Set all of them. Just give them all of them. I hope they also nominate him in multiple categories when inevitably we get multiple pieces of media with him in the future. Absolutely. For each variant, I hope, gets... <laughs> Uh, a different, a different, a different nomination. <laughs> different nomination within the same award, actually. I, I, well, they'll all be supporting. Supporting. Yeah. Our best. Fuck it. Why don't I just get a whole... <sighs> because they're never going to give a villain best. No. Well, they gave it to Heath. Or was that supporting? That was almost certainly supporting. Okay, well, whatever. All right, we're, we're, we're doing too much. We're doing a little too much. Black Widow... It came out. <clears throat> it did come out. It is... Um, a movie. It is Captain America Winter Soldier... With a distinctly feminine energy yes. and quasi-communist oh, commentary. This is what I was talking about when I said my expectations were subverted. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect them to include in-jokes 
Like there okay. are some very geopolitical jokes that yes, Red Guardian makes. Yeah. Like a lot of commentary on Russia's place in the world, on Natasha really defecting to the great Satan. Um, <laughs> yeah. It does not surprise me that they had them fleeing to Cuba <laughs> at, at first. Um, I literally said, fucking Cuba, as soon as we saw the, Cuba the tro- was across the screen. Very large. Um, here's the thing. Sidebar. Okay. The American government is 100% manufacturing consent in Cuba right now. Please do not listen to white people who own slaves and plantations and then got kicked out and now live in Miami. Those Cuba, like... Back to the spoiler cast. You know, I like the movie, but damn, it's it's a little too late. That would have been a great pre-Infinity War or even pre-Endgame movie. Like if they had done Captain Marvel and Black Widow before Endgame. Maybe that could have worked. I feel like that could have worked a little but bit. But way after the fact, a year after the fact. It's would is, we be saying this if it had come out last year like it was supposed to? I think so. Like it we're just, more than a year after it was supposed to come out. I think after Endgame was just why why are we going back? You know, at least like going back for Captain Marvel made sense. But this is just like damn, like she died and like <sighs> it was just, a very long setup for Maybe the Red Guardian? Because there was like a whole Russian Avengers situation (laughs) going on. Sure. Which I don't think they're going to fucking do that. No. I'll watch it. That seems super niche. Yeah. What it does seem like they're doing is introducing Black Widow's replacement, her much more (laughs) engaging and talented sister. Okay. Florence Poe stole the show. The movie. Absolutely. She came. She's like, I have an assignment to do. And she I'm going to understand it. it. Absolutely. She understood Absolutely. the assignment. No, she did what she had to do. She was the best part. Absolutely. Daniel Harbour, I thought, was also really good. Yes. I hear from some people that his accent wasn't the greatest. Who cares? I, I just I'm thought what he was saying was fucking hilarious. Right. <laughs> Several times I was like, oh my God, I'm a fucking communist. Because I was like, hell yeah! <laughs> like, fuck yeah! It was a lot, y'all. It was a lot. Yeah, there's red in your ledger. Fuck yeah. Jesus. Oh my God. Fucking capitalist pigs. It's so it's so exhausting. Guys, it's so <laughs> somebody save me. Oh my god. I hate America. Anyway. <laughs> there's this viral post going around that's like every time black people protest racism, racism is so American that you think they're actually protesting America. To be really clear, I am protesting America. (laughs) I absolutely am protesting America, and I hope other people are too. (laughs) Like, we're we're gonna gonna, gonna keep it. We're gonna keep it moving. We gotta keep moving. I did it again. You did it again. You did it again. Okay. Okay. The plot, I think, held together. Yeah, we like kind of rewatched it. My my patented speed through where I just watch the (laughs) the important parts. Oh, the action scenes, which. In a Marvel movie, are the important parts. Um, Taskmaster. I like what they did with her. Um, uh-huh. I do feel like they kind of 
sped through the exposition there a little bit. It is kind of annoying when they like will change the origin story for a villain, but then give us the like quick and dirty like, and this is why this happened. You know what? I'm gonna go out on a limb. Now that it's clear that Florence Poe, is it Poe or is it Pew? Now that we are clear that the new Black Widow <laughs> is gonna be in Hawkeye and what she's gonna be doing in Hawkeye is hopefully killing him. I hope to God it's just MCU doing Killing Eve. Oh my God, that would be incredible. That would be incredible. That would be so fucking good. No, they can't. But and that's why they're not going to do it. But like, <laughs> I, I, I wish that that's what they were doing. Yeah, in my be dope. heart of hearts. And the, you know what? Maybe they will pull it off because other than Captain Falcon and the Black Captain Winter Ameri- Soldier Black and, Captain and Black America, Captain America. Mm-hmm, other than that one, I feel like they've really landed. These shows. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting you say that because Black Captain Falcon mm-hmm. uh, was, in comparison to all three, like, not good. It was no. almost like, if you're comparing all the Netflix MCU shows, it's, the gap is almost like mm-hmm. Iron mm-hmm. Fist to, to, like, Daredevil season one and two. You know I right? think Jessica Jones season one was better than Captain Falcon. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, it's... It, it, in. And also, I don't give a fuck about them flying around doing spy shit when the multiverse is happening. Now that we know what's going on with Loki, I literally couldn't give a shit. I could not. What Sam Wilson is up I don't give a damn. What is he going to do? What is Ant-Man going to do? He didn't stop racism, so like, what are we here for? Loki and when I'm dubbing the NCU. Yes, the NCU. I think that's a very important distinction. It's, it's extremely clear to us now that all of these characters are black Yes. In one dimension or another. And I want to see that universe. Someone make that. I want the NCU and I want the N to stand for nigga. <gasps> no white people can see it. <laughs> they only screen it in Wakanda. Yes, Wakanda is real. Oh. <laughs> you yes, only see the trailers on Black weekend. Twitter. You know, that's like that's correct. <laughs> that's correct. Yeah, no, I mean, Oh God! It, I mean, that's the thing too. Is like it. I don't need. I didn't need Black Widow to like you know be an Infinity Stone movie in the same way that like Captain America: The Winter Soldier wasn't or Black Panther wasn't. But like, damn! If you're not gonna give me that, you gotta give me something. And they it didn't is. It me. is a victim of its circumstances. It wasn't given what it was supposed to gave. I actually think if we saw this movie last year, we would probably not be being as rough on it. I think if we had seen it before Loki, we also wouldn't be as blasé because I'm sitting here waiting to see what happens to the entire universe. And Black Widow is fighting people in the air while she's falling out of a a, a helicarrier type thing. It's fucking awesome. Like, that was the best scene of the whole movie. I thought it looked corny in the trailers, but that was one of the best scenes in the whole movie to me. However. However. I just don't care. No. What are the stakes now? It's not not Infinity Stones. It's not Multiverse of Badness. It's just y'all hopping out of planes for whatever the fuck. So like I was saying, it's a setup for the new Black Widow and obviously Thunder 
Thunderbolts. Yeah, I also think, too, with the cameo at the end, it probably would have made a little bit more sense if this came out before Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Which it was supposed to. Which it, You're right, which it was supposed to, yeah. So that was supposed to be our introduction to Val, to Julia Louis-Dreyfus' character. God bless, I'm so happy she's in the MCU. What a time to be alive. I am... She's the new Nick Fury, except for the bad guys. Not sure. <laughs> well, they're not bad. It's like... So Anti-heroes. for those of you who don't know, Thunderbolts are essentially MCU's answer to the Suicide Squad. Right. And they're all anti-heroes. I'm sure you can guess who's going to be in it. Um, apparently Abomination is in Shang-Chi or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Abomination. Um, U.S. Fake agent. Captain, yeah, U.S. agent, <laughs> fake Captain America, who I really fucking hate, by the way. Like, I'm yeah, so no, upset. He's, I'm, he got vindicated real hard, and that was, I think, the wrong choice. It's it's not only the wrong choice. It's exactly what I talk about with ugly white men. The uglier they are, the more beloved they are. That is an extremely unattractive white man. Jordan. Jordan. That is Jordan. Hmm. Why would you say that? That's so mean. Is Benedict Cumberbatch going to be any less rich because I think that he's ugly? No. (laughs) I think Benedict Cumberbatch is going to sleep better tonight than I ever have in my entire life. And, you know, he's going to save the the, the MCU. He is going to save the the MCU. MCU. Um, U.S. agent, though, is a fucking tool and a racist piece of shit in the comics. And so I don't have love for his character really at all. And I really don't like who they... Like, that... Maybe it's great casting, actually, because I'm having such a reaction. A visceral reaction. Yeah. You're about to bust a blood vessel over there. My God. Anyway, I hope all these characters come back. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they need to. That's I mean, what... not Black Widow, because she's fucking dead. <laughs> Although, there's a universe where she's not dead. That's true. So... There is a universe where... <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, she, seems, she, she sounds bitter as hell in some of the interviews. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, I... God damn, she got a better send off in the Black Widow movie than she did in Infinity. We have to retroactively give her a decent yeah. send off, and then it was only a backdoor pilot to Thunderbolts. That's <laughs> fucked up. I'm so sorry. I love how we are not talking about this film. Do you think Thunderbolts? <laughs> we are talking about. It. Do you think Thunderbolts <laughs> is uh, going to be a TV show or a movie? I think it's going to be a movie because I don't think Julia Louis Dreyfus wants to be in TV. She's like, I just want to. Be on set for like two weeks. Put me in front of the green screen for two weeks, and I want to go to fuck home. She's a cancer survivor. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, yeah. Put her in front of the green screen for a week and let her go home. Exactly. I mean, she could do whatever she wants. She'll do whatever the fuck she wants. I'm She's sure great. she also sleeps better than I ever. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever. Um, <sighs> I, I, I have to say, I like Black Widow as much as I have been kind of <laughs> clowning on it a little bit. It just was a little underwhelming. I think what they did with Taskmaster was underwhelming. Um, Not everything has to have huge stakes. Yes. That's, yes, that is true. Like, if you're expecting Shang-Chi to be multiverse stuff, you're probably very wrong. Which is, you know. Which is, you know, I don't know much about that character, to be honest with you. So I'm going in kind of. Not knowing much other than, like, I know about the Mandarin, but I don't really know how. Well, the real Mandarin, please stand up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think there's a lot of incredible chemistry in the movie. Yes. I think the two sisters together were wonderful. Again, Florence is just magical. I cannot wait to see her in more stuff. Um, Agreed. Just really, the hair flip joke 
hilarious. Solid. Apparently, that wasn't in the original script. She made fun of her on set. Or like really? add something, and they added that in. So, <laughs> I mean, what a genius! She's um, adding more every day. God bless her to the MCU. MCU yes. um, Those—that's really all I have to say. It's just dumb fun. Yeah. If you uh, are not a huge Marvel fan, like you're not breaking down the doors to see every single thing as soon as it comes out, you could probably wait till it's on Disney Plus for free. Don't yeah, risk don't, Delta don't, to go to the movie Don't theater. risk Delta. Don't pay the extra whatever, how much it cost. How much did it cost? $30. $30? Again, I think it's ridiculous that people are upset about that. Not like no capitalism, <laughs> but also <laughs> when you go to a movie theater, well, it's yeah. not free. So I don't quite understand. Like I can watch that movie as many times as I want for $30. That's right. Uh, and it will be free eventually. So, well, not free. You have to pay for Disney+. Plus, But- if you are a mega fan, you're going to want to see it because you're definitely going to want to know like yeah, what what's cool. being set up for uh, Hawkeye. I'm sure that Hawkeye specifically is going to keep this storyline going. And uh, I bet Shane Chi's going to going to go into She-Hulk too because of Abomination. I don't know, maybe. Okay, well, let's talk about Loki because we have much stronger and more positive feelings about Loki. <laughs> Uh, also, the implications of Loki are staggering. International applications, the power, the the, the influence, the the the. I'm trying to mean, but mm-hmm, I can't. Mm-hmm. I, I want to get one thing out of the way real quick. Okay. While the TVA being a black-run business joke is funny, it hilarious, top tier. I actually hate the slavery take. What slavery take? There are it's a- largely white people. Who are like, oh, the MCU finally casts a black person, which, what are you talking about? (laughs) And they had the power to stop slavery and chose not to. You just don't know what you're talking about. And this goes back to like, um, I don't want to hear opinions of people who don't really like this stuff. Yeah. You know? That, yeah. Because that opinion doesn't make any fucking sense. Mm -hmm. And not only does it not make sense in the context of, like, society. (laughs) It flies in the face of what the shows and movies have told us explicitly about how time travel works. Right. And also, IRL physics, theoretical physics, says that time travel is possible and that all time travel would be multiversal travel because you cannot actually change the past. What you can do is you can go back to the past and if you change something, you've now created a new timeline. Well, now, regardless if you change something or not, there's the act of going back, you've created a new future. No. Oh, no. No. (gasps) If you go back and you just like, hang out and do nothing, then nothing happens. The problem is doing nothing has to literally mean doing nothing because if you go and talk to a hot dog vendor, that's a butterfly effect. Like, who knows what's going to happen because you went and talked to that hot dog vendor. Fascism. Potentially. Or communism. Hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) But either way... (laughs) 
That's just not how time travel works. So wait, one, one other thing before I even get to that. He was born in the 31st century. White people today act like slavery happened one million years ago. Can you imagine in the 31st century? No. I mean, it's impressive that, you know, he lived in a timeline that made it to the 31st century, first and foremost. Correct. So we love that. But anyway, my, my point is, if Kang went back in time, oh, fuck, if Immortus went back in time <laughs> and tried to eradicate slavery, so much would change that he might not even get born. In which case, like, like it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Doesn't make sense to say that. We're not- and it drives me crazy. Yeah, because oh. I think it's a cheap joke. It is cheap. It's very cheap. And also another cheap joke was going to come from me saying, "Oh, haha, a white woman ruined everything." But now, because of that piece that was like, "Hey, Loki is." the Black Lives Matter show that we've all been waiting for. <laughs> I didn't see that. And that and... <laughs> so now I can't make the joke because people honestly think that. <sighs> and it's it's just not, it's just not what it is. I do love that Loki has been pretty directly responsible for all the big bads. <laughs> yeah, no, that's been great. I mean, who knew? Who knew? Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige knew. Mm-hmm. He's not the only one. Slavery takes that don't make any fucking sense and are not grounded in the reality of experimental physics or the MCU aside. I fucking loved Loki. What a masterpiece. What an experience. The best out of the three, I'm going to be quite honest. I agree. Which is what I said before. I said I think this is going to be the best one. And it was. It was right. I agree with you. I loved WandaVision. Yes. I I don't think it's like too far behind Loki in terms of my enjoyment of it. No. I do think part of why I love Loki so much is how it impacts everything. It impacts everything. And I got to say, I prefer the final act because it wasn't a big CGI fight. So there are six episodes. The first two episodes are like essentially pure world building. It's like, catch up. Here we go. Let's, you know. Yeah. He gets arrested by the TVA. He gets brought in. He's explained how everything works. We now more understand stuff about time and how it works in the MCU and all of that other kind of stuff. And then the third episode was a little bit of a bore fest to me. It wasn't that great. But then episode four, it just like takes off like a rocket. So in episode four, they actually managed to like meet the timekeepers. And if you're not a comic book person, like the timekeepers were real in the comics, but there are so many different folks that have fucked around with time and are technically in charge of time in the comics that it's hard to conceptualize where all these things fit in in the MCU. Basically, what the MCU has done is streamlined all of the cosmic time stuff into one storyline, basically. Which is great for me. Immortus is not necessarily Kang in every story. He Who Remains is not necessarily Immortus, who is not necessarily Kang in every storyline. But they've like made it very clear that Kang, aka He Who Remains, aka Immortus, are, you know, variants. And oh, that one they of the variants. are collectively right. They're they're individual variants. Um well, could you even uh, Immortus and He Who Must Remain are are, are synonyms. 
in the MCU. Anyway, the, the bottom line is Kang has been in control. And from the very beginning, we saw that statue. One of them looked very Negroid. And the rumor that it was <laughs> Kang behind the scenes was like off to the races. I tried so hard not to get deep into it because I was so upset about the division. You were, you you were. And I was I was not ready to get in the trenches with you. I was like, here's a ride. Yeah. And we are gonna go on it, which I think is the is the way to watch this stuff. And you were correct, and that's how I chose to watch Loki, and I think that's why I enjoyed it so much. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting the final episode to happen the way that it happened. Um, and I think that's why I enjoyed it so much. Yeah, I was expecting way more of a cliffhanger, and like if we were gonna see Kang, it would be like for like two seconds. Yeah. But so episode four, they meet the timekeepers. Timekeepers sometimes are real, but in this situation, we're robots. And then you're like, oh, fuck. Someone is, like, really powerful hanging out and doing this. Who could it possibly be? Maybe it was a Loki variant, all this other kind of stuff. Episode five, I thought, was one of the most interesting hours of television I've ever seen. It's just a bunch of Loki variants hanging out at various stages in his life slash the NCU. Slash the, the animal ACU? planet. <laughs> <laughs> alligator Loki is real cute. I hope that young Loki and alligator Loki show up for young Avengers, which I'm sure that they will because they're the only ones who are still around seemingly. I mean, maybe black Loki. I don't think that's what he's technically called, but that's no, what I'm calling yeah. <laughs> On this podcast, he's black Loki. I think he's boastful Loki. That's right, which I think is racist. So I'm going to call him <laughs> black Loki. But that feels like a euphemism. I know, I was, <laughs> That's right. You know, that, it feels like a euphemism for uppity, doesn't it? <laughs> uppity black Loki over here. <laughs> anyway, um, I love the performances of that episode. It was just a lot of fun. It Even was. if several things were extremely convenient. I do think that the plot of Loki was very convenient up until the end. Well, that's because Kang deemed it so. We were just, as sure. viewers, viewing the path that he let other people walk upon. That's a very convenient way to explain all the convenience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> convenient plot is convenient. <laughs> um, but yeah, the final episode, which is where I really want to spend the bulk of our time. Yeah. They essentially just have a conversation with Kang for an hour. Which, you know, I love, I love, 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 love. A monologue. Down. Okay. I love watching an actor act down. You know what I mean? If it just, Don Cheadle <laughs> is Emmy nominated. He literally is Emmy nominated for being in that show and saying, wow, yeah, it is hard being black, huh? I Goodbye. love his own response to it. <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> Why? Like, I'm just as surprised as all of you. <laughs> what about Carl? Can we time out? Yeah! Why isn't Carl Lovely nominated? Someone call the Academy. Call the cops. Call the TV. Kamala. <laughs> There's been an injustice. Anyway. No, I'm mad. I'm so sorry. Uh yeah no Jonathan Majors did what he had to do uh what a what a joy to watch and here's the thing here's the thing um I'll be the first to admit Lovecraft Country was not for me wasn't mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. but Jonathan Majors was excellent in the few episodes that I did see of it uh huh 
And he is just, like, who knew? I didn't know. A powerhouse. And I cannot wait to see all these little iterations. The range. Yes. Was there. It was there. The range was there. The fact that he is basically saying, oh, oh, you can kill me now, but I'll be back. That is so menacing and so exciting. Yes. I hope to God what we're going to be getting is just Kang a bunch of different times and a bunch of different people fighting (laughs) different (laughs) Every MCU movie is now whatever hero fighting Kang. Which... (laughs) Is feasible. I'm here for that. Yeah. Um, the impact of the multiversal change cannot be understated. But before we get to that, the relationship that Loki had with himself as a woman, Sylvie, I thought it was weird. I also think that it makes sense because he's such a narcissist. Of course he would fall in love with himself. Yeah. You know what it kind of reminded me of? You didn't watch Sensei, right? Mm-mm. Okay, so basically it's like eight people who are like each other, but like not really. I watched the pilot. Sure, okay, so you, you kind of get the gist. Uh, and two of them start fucking each other. Mm-hmm. And so and the dude who who's like, hey, you guys are sense-eights. You must really love yourself to be fucking yourself like this. Mm. That's kind of, and like it worked for that storyline. I think it works for this. It didn't like bother me. I kind of wish they didn't do it, but I was like, eh, it kind of makes sense. Because Loki was down bad at the when he got betrayed. Yeah. I appreciate how he seems to have genuinely changed. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about it, chronologically, this is not the Loki that we've known for the past several years. Like, that's not the Loki that died in Infinity War. No, this is... That's the Loki that just got finished invading New York, like, a few hours... Before he got arrested <laughs> by the TVA, he was pulling people's eyeballs out. He was. In Germany. And told Captain America, like, I don't give a fuck. So that's a lot of very quick character development. It is. Which is very convenient. But convenient is story is, story, is convenient. I bought it, though, because I think if you're someone like Loki who understands how the universe works, it's pretty clear when you're up against, like, a power. Like, like it, he understood that this was real. Yeah. And I think he understood it in a way that Sylvie just couldn't grasp because she was so consumed with her need for revenge, mm-hmm. which is totally understandable, but also, you know, not the way... Grow up! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that shit had me falling out. It's Lord so Jesus. good. <laughs> Anyway, I just I, I think that clearly Loki existed to introduce Kang and introduce the multiverse in a more concrete way so it wasn't abstract. We weren't arguing with each other on message boards about how things worked. Mm-hmm. Like it's pretty clear. I think the only ambiguous thing is probably the Captain America stuff. We still don't understand yeah. if he was living in an alternate timeline. By the rules that they have set up, you would think that he would have started a new timeline by going and seeing Peggy and that he should have ended up pruned. But I also think that 
if what they were doing was like a time, if, if it's a time loop mm-hmm. and that was just how it was designed, then I guess that makes sense. I would, I would like a little bit more clarification on that. Maybe what if we'll probably, yeah. What if we're probably maybe, maybe help cause us there's out. a Peggy Carter, you know, episode. Yeah. So maybe that will become clearer. I also love that. What if is essentially Canon. Yeah. And it's just multiverse shit. Which I mean, that's what really makes me excited about the end of Loki. Just, you know, despite also enjoying literally every episode. I love them all. All of them. The score. The score is so good. Oh my Chef's God. Chef's do you think that the theme for Loki, because technically now if you go to listen to it on like online, mm-hmm. the theme is called TVA. So you think that's going to be Kang's theme? Because if that's the case, I want to hear that in every MCU movie from now to the end of time. It played during Always. one of the more important parts of his monologue. It did. And I was like, oh, is this Kang's theme? I would be so excited. It's brilliant. I was really blown. Like the first episode, that was one of the things that stood out for me the most. I literally was like, who wrote this music? And I had to look it up. Yes. Natalie Holt. And I was like, feasting. Feasting. A meal. Whoever thought. A theremin. A theremin. A theremin. (laughs) A theremin. Who knew? Oh, God bless her. Also, I think the writing was really good. I think Owen Wilson was really good. Yes. I'm sorry you didn't get your <laughs> wow from him. I'm so sorry. Well, there's always season two. <laughs> That's very true. Um, yeah, no, Owen Wilson did what he had to do. I'm a little worried about Ravona, which I think I'm mispronouncing. Uh, canonically, she is one of Kang's boothangs. So I was very skeptical of her the entire time, but it does seem like she actually didn't know. I wonder if she's going to be showing up the next time that he shows up. I'm sure she is. Seemed like, you know, Miss Minutes was kind of giving her some information that she might need. Shout out to Tara Strong. So glad she's in the MCU. God bless her. That was also a great performance. Um, Howdy, y'all. I I just think it was so good. It was good. I mean... It it was. It was good in a way that, like, it was a lot, it was simpler than WandaVision. Mm-hmm. This might be a rehash of a thought I had earlier, or maybe I didn't finish the thought I had earlier, but this is the way to do a setup. It didn't feel like this show only existed to introduce Immortus. Like, I really yes. do think that Loki is probably going to play a Nick Fury-esque role. Ooh. Where he's going around warning people about Kang and, and what's going on. I mean, unless he immediately gets detained. Oh my God, what if he like <laughs> yes. pops up at the end of like Thor, Love and Thunder? I, I do like, think that that's hey, a possibility. Oh my God, I love that. But I also think that Thor, Love and Thunder is going to be multiverse shit because it seems likely that that's where uh, Jane Foster as Thor comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that that's happening. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the, the what I was going to say earlier was that the most exciting part about the end of Loki is that what the fuck is going to happen with these movies? It, like, changes everything. It does change a lot. In a way that, like, the Infinity Stones never could. Yes, and I think it's very funny that they were literally paperweights at the TVA. Like <laughs> They said, we are done. Oh, you want an Infinity Gauntlet, Loki? Ken can do that. Just turn back. Just like, turn. it's, we're done. The Infinity Saga is over. We're now in the Multiverse Saga. 
Kevin Feige has said that it's not going to be nearly as long, that it's probably only going to be a few years versus like 10 years. Okay, that's fine. So I think it's very possible that the next Avengers movie is just the culmination of this saga. Yeah. And there are two unannounced projects with dates associated Mm -hmm. already on the calendar. And maybe those are part one and part two of the next Avengers series. We still don't know if they're going to do Young Avengers, if they're going to do a regular Avengers, if they're going to do Thunderbolts. Like, there could be any number of ways that they address this, although I'm certain Thunderbolts are not going to be the ones to take down (laughs) Kang. In one timeline, they are. (laughs) You know what? You're right. You're right. Um, But either way, I, I think they've done a really fantastic job of setting up a vastness when it comes to these future mm, movies yeah. that I think is really impressive. And I also wouldn't be surprised if like, you know, it really is wrapping up by the time Ant-Man comes out and that that's like the penultimate film mm-hmm. before the conclusion mm-hmm. of the multiverse saga. And I also hope that they button it up in such a way where we're not constantly doing multiverse stuff in the future. Yeah. Which I don't think they will. I, think I don't want them to like one timeline it the way that the comics did. No, no, no. The way that Kang did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think that that is a little hokey. Um, just like know that they're out there and you know, they're just doing their own thing. That would be enough. And then, you know, if then if you want to tap into it in the future, you can without, you know, making it the entire plot. Yeah. I was really, I really enjoyed how they introduced it all. Um, so I, I have faith. Yes, there was a lot of exposition, but you know what? That's fine. That exposition was for all the non-Marvel people who was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, or would eventually be like, "What's what should I? What should I essentially watch for this new Avengers movie that everyone's, you know, losing their minds about?" I'd be like, "Watch episode six of Loki, and then you can, you're good, you're good to go." Yeah. It's going to be a lot harder to figure out how to tell people what to watch. Because some stuff from the first saga is going to be pretty important in setting the stage. I'm not, I'm, if you're not on the train now, come on. <laughs> come on. That's right. There are only a few billion people that Could you, didn't I, see. <laughs> what, what was it? Wall Street Journal? Was it who, who, what, at, uh, what publication put out the like, wow, they really expect us to watch 22 movies for this one movie? And we're just like, Yes. I don't remember what publication it is, but again, that's why I don't value or care about the opinions of people <laughs> who are not fans of this stuff. They just have to watch 42 movies for this new movie? Yes. Yes. I, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you're sorry. just not used to comic book culture, fine. Let I'm not going to this. this road. I'm not going to yeah, no, 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 no. do the rant. We've already we, done We've done it before. We've been here, you know. We are actually probably going to be having a conversation with someone who explicitly hates these movies. Oh, sometime in the future. Oh, we okay. I love I love arguments. I love I'm not going to argue. Conflict. I'm not going to argue. I'm not I'm not here to say that the MCU <laughs> is is high art. No. I'm not here to say that the MCU is important. Right. I am here to say it's a good ass fucking time. If you can go watch Cars 
flying around. Oh, okay, hold up, and hold like, up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Why you gotta attack me? It's pick <laughs> a different franchise. Damn, this, like, we, why you gotta pick mine? I do both. I contain multitudes. Oh if my god! You are. I, it doesn't matter. So you hate Fast and Furious that fucking much. You can't even think of another one. <laughs> wow! 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 Family! Wow! Family! <laughs> Space family. I um I just don't care. I love this shit. It's dope. It's so good. I feel like I have a reason to live. I want to see what's gonna happen next. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> Let's I love ending the, the spoiler cast on an existential note. Love There's that. no existential note about it. The planet is simply not going to be able to sustain life for very much longer. Well, not with that attitude, mister. <sighs> After the shit we've seen in the past two weeks. Oh, I'm not right. Well, you know, you know, on to we we got let, let's wrap it up. You know, god damn it, Jordan. <sighs> I loved Loki. I did. Same here. I, I love came- Jonathan Majors. Great. I love the MCU. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of Kevin Feige. God bless him. Let's just keep it coming. The next shit to come out is going to be What If. Which I'm looking forward to. Those are just going to be fun. Fun, cute, There's no for kids. way they could have an impact. No. I don't think it's going to be for the kids, though. Really? I hope not. Get some for the girls for summer. Give them something <laughs> to dance to. <laughs> the girls and the gays. <sighs> I listen. Honestly, look, Chadwick Boseman as Star Lord is like something I never knew that I wanted. I still don't, but I'm excited to see. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. If Killmonger meets Tony Stark, do you think Killmonger was like Killmonger on like that like pro black shit at that point too? Like, do you think he's gonna like turn Tony Stark? I think he's been mad for a long into time. a revolutionary. Like, you think no, we're gonna get a John Brown situation. I think the closest that we're going to get to a revolutionary (laughs) character in the MCU is the Red Guardian. Oh, way to bring it full circle. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Oh, God. What a way to to end the episode. What a way to end the spoiler cast. (sighs) A a true professional. Thank you so much, Big Nkrumah. Please. (laughs) Big Nkrumah, thank you. (laughs) Please go watch (laughs) Loki. We're (sighs) begging you. It's so good. So, so good. And if you're trying to have a fun night and you want to watch... Some ladies in leather doing splits and like that is not an apt description of that film. You should you should be ashamed of yourself. What are you talking about? I mean, yes, it's true, but there's more there. Like if you want to see a psychological thriller Jesus. where women are abused and treated like objects then you have a lot of options, but Black Widow is one of them. At least it passed the Bechdel test. It absolutely passed the Bechdel test. Did it pass the Mako Mori test? Also, yes. Oh, can you explain that one for me? Because I don't... Or for the listeners, sorry. I, I know what it is, but just in case. Hmm. You know. The Mako Mori test is named after Mako Mori from Pacific Rim, who was on paper, a strong female character who kicks ass. Right. Except she pretty much only existed to serve the motivations and character development of the male protagonist. 
in Pacific Rim. Which if it's Idris Elba, like I'm, I would love to be in that position. I mean, I guess you could say that that was referring to Idris Elba, but I was thinking about the white dude. Yeah, no, the white dude. Definitely, I was just making a joke about Idris Elba. I see, I see, I see, I see. Yes, yes, yes. I see. Um, anyway, no one in Black Widow exists to further the plot of a of a dude specifically. That's right. Oh, okay. So yeah. pretty sure it passed that test. Cool. There aren't a lot of people of color in it though. Who talk. Actually, no, you're wrong. The most important person, the, t- the titular Fuck. character. Oh my God, is I'm a- so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Wow. What, what a major, major uh We thought lapse. we were ending on a high and now I've ruined it. You have. We have to, just sad gamer music now. Anyway, Chad. please enjoy <laughs> responsibly and we'll be back in your ear holes Ew. very soon. Hated that. Sorry. Bye, y'all. Deuces.